When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a patriotic message from Super Action Man. Not everybody can put Vladimir Putin in a headlock or deliver a sick leg drop to Kim Jong-un. There is something you can do to keep your democracy from turning into some third world hellhole like Syria, Burma, or Sweden. And that's vote. We all have a responsibility to do our part. So do your part. Tell them Super Action Man sent you. I'm Super Action Man, and I approve this message. This has been a patriotic message from Super Action Man. Hey, Geekscapists. Welcome to a brand new Geekscape podcast. Sorry about that. We had a little bit of technical difficulties on my part. uh, For those of you who want a little behind the scenes here on Geekscape, we actually do an audio backup um, of the show, and uh, I forgot to start it, and I was about to hit... Let's go live on the video. And I said, wait a minute, something's not right. Oh, oh, that's what's not right. Uh, I'm not recording the backup audio for the podcast listeners. And you podcast listeners, let's just remember, you are a priority to me because most of our subscribers are on the podcast. So if it sounds like garbage, that's a big problem. Uh, So just I want you to know that we're looking out for you here on Geekscape after 15 years the podcast is still our priority. Not to say that we don't have a good video show. I love doing video with y'all. Uh, I love talking to y'all on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and all that. I get a lot out of it. And as our good friend Bolt says, let's go. I know, dude, we had a little bit of problems. And uh, yeah, that's that's the way it is. Um, okay, so let's get back to the main thing that Super Action Man was reminding us there in that PSA. Let's go out and vote. We got one more week left to make sure that, uh, as according to Super Action Man, our country doesn't dissolve into some third world banana republic hellhole uh, like Sweden. So let's go out there. Let's do our part. Let's vote. I hope you're all registered to vote. It's a little late now if you aren't. Um, But the important stuff is uh, that you get out there and vote now that you're registered. And I'm not going to tell you how to vote. I'm just going to say, you like how things have been going? (laughs) All right. Maybe you do. Maybe you want to keep them going. Uh, but if you want to change, I think that's uh, your only chance is to get out there and vote. My dad stayed in line for like two hours. Uh, he's in his 70s. He's one of the people who probably shouldn't be out there during the coronavirus voting in person. Puts him at risk. He's in a high risk group. 
but he's out there and he's making the sacrifice because according to him, two hours is better than four more years. Uh, okay. That's what we're talking about uh, here at the beginning of the show is my last chance to be annoying and say, get out there and vote. We do have a show next Wednesday. My, our good friend Chris DeMakes from Less Than Jake will be here. He was on the show back in the in-person times before the pandemic. That was back in, I think, early February. He was one of our last in-person shows. And he'll be back, not in person, but right here on the stream uh, to talk about a brand new book that he's got coming out, talking about the whole history of Less Than Jake that he was a part of. It's called Blast from the Past. You can pre-order it now, along with the new Less Than Jake album that uh, I've heard a couple songs from, and it is awesome. Um, so look forward to that next week. Um, Katie's here. She's my co-host. Let's welcome her onto the show. Katie, how are you? Sorry about that technical difficulty. I literally <laughs> sent Katie a text that was like, oh, shit. Refresh. Re- refresh your browser because it was like, hey, Katie's recording on Zencaster is failed. She and I wanted to make sure that, like, I got it on my blue snowball here <laughs> instead See, of, like... Katie went through so much trouble to get a nicer mic and step it out <laughs> for Geekscape. And uh, the least we can do is record it properly. <laughs> <laughs> Which means this guy better be uh, uh, keep it together. It's all uh, good. It's all good. It's one of those... I, I still cannot tell you what day it is. <laughs> so everyone needs a little grace in their life. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry about that one, kid. Oh, um, no need you doing all right? I'm doing all right. I, I just signed up to do a workout program, and I'm excited and not excited at the same time. <laughs> uh, you, you know, Katie, the summer bot is uh, you, you put a lot of early work into it if you're you know next summer. I, I am. I want to get into bikini season, which for Arizona, like me, is like in the middle of January. So <laughs> uh, what prompted this actually, the, the workout thing? I I just I've seen myself on camera several times and I'm like, whoop, well, we gotta we gotta fix that because quarantine fifteen is a real thing <laughs> and it, it kind of turned into a quarantine like fifty. <laughs> like it got intense there for a second. And you know me, I love my pizza. Uh I love sitting down and uh um drinking chow a couple. Down. Chow I, down, drinking a couple. I see a few geekscapists who are uh putting together the fitness thing and um I was talking to one on Facebook the other day and, and uh, he's amazing. He got to like 330, 320 and he had lost weight. He put the weight back mm. and then now he's like, okay, I'm, I'm starting it up again. I, I have no option. I'm just going to, I'm going to keep it going. And I, I just have to, I, I took a chance to remind him and say, listen, none of this is an upward trajectory and self-improvement okay. and all that stuff. Isn't a, it's, it's, Progress Let isn't always go. constant. You get, no, you're going to have some setbacks. Yeah, there's going to there's gonna be plateaus. And I know that. Um, I think especially because we're going into the winter months and the numbers of coronavirus are already jacking up at the moment. And so I'm like, anything I can do to get myself in a healthy, normal place. <laughs> and that, like, just, you know, it, it, I, as I know, you know, like health is such a main priority that like once we get to a point where like it's just kind of a natural everyday rhythm thing, it, it affects so many different areas. And mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I get to that point again, which I haven't done in a while because I've just been lazy and I like to sit and watch my shows, eat my shit. I really just want to get to a point. Where, I, I've wanted to get to a point where I could do this. Let me tell you what I had on, on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I went out and I got a Big Mac. 
Oh yeah. And I and I ate the shit out of the Big Mac and the fries. <laughs> and then for night at night, I was like, "What? What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? I'm gonna eat a medium Domino's pizza. Oh yeah. Oh the yeah. Deluxe, the Supreme, whatever the heck they did, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you say, Katie, I try and stay pretty fit and yeah. I've been putting up a lot of miles in on the running, but the reason I'm doing it is, uh, I'm, I'm doing a lot of work right now, creative work. Mm-hmm. And if I do not start my day with an uninterrupted hour plus Session. by myself mm-hmm. by like 4 PM, my fucking brain is like a late stage <laughs> Tetris level. And that <laughs> shit is coming down fast, no, completely out of order. And the blocks are just landing and oh. I don't know what's happening. My brain is just like, yeah. I need those first couple hours yeah, without interruption to just be like putting those, you know what I'm talking about? You got to put those big lines in there and set them up. Right. So you can just knock them out. You know how yeah. the Tetris works. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just bloop, bloop. I put everybody on do not disturb. I still put everybody on do not disturb. That's Heidi right. is so mad that I, she's on do not disturb. She's like, "What if there's an accident?" I was like, "Then somebody dies, and chances are there'll be a phone call." And I then I'll, I'll find calls. out like forty-five minutes later. <laughs> I, don't, I don't put phone calls on do not disturb. I put texts on do not disturb because right. every two minutes, zzz, 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 my brain yeah. is already a rat in a cage. <laughs> Being shaken as is. I don't need 15 seconds. Every 15 seconds for something goes. Hashtag free the rat. (laughs) Oh my God. My my brain is a psychotic horror circus. Um, Who is it these days? That's the thing is that like, I I can't tell you how many different things I'm thinking about at the same time. Uh, I'm also like, is that tea? What is that? What is he drinking? What is he having right there? Is it tea? It is tea. Uh, Speaking of uh, horror shows. We've got a horror show here on the Geekscape Network. That's the Horror Movie Night podcast. It's one of my favorites here on the network because so many of y'all listen to it. And I am of all the podcasts and all the things that we're doing here at Geekscape, I am. This is like top thirty proudest things. Uh, probably number twenty nine, uh, and it's working its way towards thirty real fast. But the fact that Matt Kelly, uh, who I met when he was trying to steal hubcaps off my car. <laughs> uh, he was living on the street. I brought him in from the cold, and I said, "Now, wow. like, please, it's either this jail or, or or death. What can we do to get you back to being a, a human being?" And Matt said, "I just want a podcast." Yeah. And I said, "All right, let's get you podcasting." The first three podcasts, I got to tell you, Katie, were complete awesome. pieces of shit. No, okay. they okay. were awful. Uh, they are just some of the worst audio you've ever heard. And if you listen <laughs> to Geekscape, that's where the bar is. So it's pretty low to begin with. <laughs> Uh, Matt then said, I cannot stop talking about horror movies. And I said, all right, Matt, please, I need you to walk to the top of this, these, this mountain. And I need you to, to, to go on a spiritual journey. When you return, tell me what you want to do. And, uh, he, uh, he came back and he said, I want to talk horror movies with my, my two friends, my brother and my friend Scott. And I said, Matt, um, that's a fucking terrible idea, but I will, I will, I will allow it. Let's do it. And, uh, and you know what? It's given him purpose. And uh, and as Derek says, Matt still has those hubcaps. They're probably in that, <laughs> in that basement of his right there. Uh, right. And Matt is, I'm proud of Matt. He uh, runs our Geekscape Network. He runs the Horror Movie Night podcast. And this Friday, what's really awesome about Matt is he's got the biggest heart of anyone involved in Geekscape. Uh, he's running a 15-hour charity, charity, I'm sorry, 15-hour charity live scream where he and the Horror Movie Night group get together and they're just going to be live streaming on Facebook, raising money for scares that cares. It's just charity. He can tell you all about Uh, Matt, who's like a little brother 
to me, the kind of little brother that you put in a little basket case and put him in the closet. But he's uh, he's from the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Here we go. He's got his own theme music. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best <laughs> entrance ever. Yeah, how are you? Well, the pyrotechnics weren't going to work without uh, putting down the house, so Matt had to think of something. Matt, how are you, buddy? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. It's very exciting to uh, be on the show as like a guest and not just a hey loser. We're bored. We're all just gonna hop on to no, live stream. No, no, Matt, Matt, that's <laughs> what it is. Please, please, no, Matt, Matt. It is always. I'm sorry. It is always great to have you on the show. I know that I'm a big fan of yours, and that no one. I mean, the Geekscapists love you, dude. You are a family. And I can't think of anybody who does not enjoy having you here. And, oh, hold on, Katie, hold on. I might have to refresh Uh-oh. again. I'm having some. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. You know what that means? <laughs> bot. Oh, God. bot. What are you please? I just want to broadcast without you messing up the feed. bot. what is happening? <sighs> Excuse me, bitches, but I have a bone to pick with you. It is I. Incel bot, and I am very angry. Okay, Incel bot, please, uh, Katie, can you help me with Incel bot? Like, I don't know what to tell him to appease him, but he Do always you, comes with these demands. Dude, you you really you really got to calm it down here, man. Like, it's like it's really ruining the stream. You disrupt the flow. We just introduced Matt Kelly onto the stream here today, so you, you got to calm. With Katie, you can go back to being a fake gamer girl and pretending to like science fiction and nerd culture, so boys will follow you on social media. <laughs> You are not worth my time. Okay, uh, well, Ed's about like, what do you want, though? My problem is with Matt. There is only room for one incel in the Geekscape, and it is I. (laughs) If you do not meet my demands, I will destroy you. Okay, wait, wait. It's about, please. You have demands for Matt? I, I listen, I, Geekscape is my thing. Why, why don't you just come to me? Is it because Matt runs the network? I want a show on the Geekscape network. I will talk about politics and first-person shooter games and Zack Snyder movies. I demand you give me a show. If you do not, I will erase your precious network of loser shows. Okay, Matt, listen, this is getting really serious. Incel Bot says that he wants a show on the Geekscape network, or he is going to erase the entire network. That's like, a bold claim. Matt, what do you think? Should we give Incel Bot a show? I don't – listen, Matt, I got to say, like, don't do this. This guy is a virus. Incel Bot. You already had a show. It was called Geekscape Games, and it ran for about 120 episodes. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that this is a no-go info, but I got to tell you. John, <laughs> me up or I will destroy your computer. It has more jizz and creepy stuff in it than in Matt's parents' basement. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Matt, this guy's, he's like really, this guy is really, he's really coming out like hard on this. Maybe there is a, a, a way to work with him, Matt. Like, like, can we give him maybe like a tryout show or something to like, I don't want him to, I don't want him deleting my hard drive and I don't want him deleting the Geekscape network. Please. London, we don't, we don't negotiate with terrorists though. Matt, I'm, listen, you are the head of the Geekscape network. I've trusted you with this for a long time. What can we possibly offer in Cellbot? How about your own weekly column? I'm sorry, Matthew, but that is not good enough for me. 
Okay. Okay. Like, <laughs> listen, basically, what you were doing, Matt, because Derek runs the website, is you were just making him Derek's problem. <laughs> yep. it's, it's, it's a bold strategy, Cotton, but I don't think it's going to be Intel bot. Like, what, what else can we possibly do to make sure Intel bot does not erase the entire Geekscape network? What do you think? I mean, most people don't listen to half of our shows anyway, so we could just give him a show. Okay, okay. Uh, he doesn't want us to mess with him. Uh, listen, okay. Inselbot, please. Matt has said you could have a column on the show, like uh, on, on the site. Like, what do you think? Do you, I mean, maybe you could be like show up as a correspondent on, on, on like horror movie night. Like, is like, would you have him as a correspondent on horror yeah. movie night? Yeah, yeah. Inselbot could totally come onto the show sometime. I will erase all of your female gremlin porn from your computer, Matthew. <laughs> okay, listen to that. This guy, this guy seems like I guess he. I think he listens to horror movie night already. <laughs> he knows about you and your infatuations, buddy. Uh, I just. I, I don't know if we can. I, I don't know, Matt. Um, Until that, stop kink shaming, dude. Like, come on. You are making me more angry. Okay, uh, listen, this guy is getting crazy. And you know what, Matt? Like, I don't know what to say to him. Uh, Kate is in the chat. She says, ask him his opinion on the Ghostbusters reboot. That should keep him busy for a few years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he could have a whole show just dedicated to the Ghostbusters reboot. Stop laughing. I'm being screwed. <laughs> of your anger. Okay, okay. He's telling right. stop laughing. Matt, I think that this might be personal for you. What kind of incel are you? You have probably kissed a girl. She probably went and killed herself after. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Unacceptable. Okay, listen, uh, Inselbot, please. I'm sure we can come to some kind of uh, an agreement, but it, but Katie and Matt and I, we have to start the show. We have this live stream coming on Friday. Um, I say think about maybe doing a guest spot on horror movie night because like you're just coming on my show, whatever the hell you want. Try again. Okay. Listen, I, <laughs> I don't know what you want. You're a sentient AI. Katie, any ideas? London, what if you, you, you put on a wig and then uh, you put on some lipstick and you just made out with insult bot for a little bit. So he could at least get some of his jollies off. Unacceptable. Okay, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Uh, you know, Seth Eisenberg says, "Does Incel Bot become more interesting in the Snyder Cut of this podcast?" <laughs> <laughs> he is a Zack Snyder fan. Uh, and then uh, Bolt over on YouTube says, "Incel Bot doing a uh, I don't know what MGTOW Katie, you speak computer." Uh, <laughs> a show on feminism and pop culture i would actually listen to that uh and chris robinson says i would pay to watch that uh intel bot we're making a little bit of headway i just think that like you're, you've got us in a really tough place i did not expect to start the show and immediately start negotiating with a terroristic incel ai okay like try again okay uh, listen, I'm just, matt, not, matt you're an incel you talk to him what like, did i am not <laughs> Please speak incel with him, please. Speak we need to him. Go ahead, speak incel. Hey, please. I, I don't know the language. I'm sorry. No. He doesn't believe you, man. He thinks that you're <laughs> full-blooded incel. Please. And again, he's just going to return with... What kind of incel are you? You have probably... <laughs> She probably went and killed herself after. Like they, he just keeps saying that, Matt. Please, this guy is a, a evil robot. We need to stop him. Okay, 
Stop laughing. Matt, you get Where is all of your anger? He says, where's all your anger? I guess this guy is like a real... It's I a, think it's our a, anger's in our laughter, I guess. I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, Christopher Robinson, he's a he's a longtime Horror Movie Night fan. He says, Matt is not an incel. He respects women. Uh, incel okay. bot, <laughs> whatever you want, we cannot negotiate with you right now. Uh, and Bolt explained to it, he says, MGTOW means men going their own way. Uh, <laughs> incel bot, maybe we can like set you up with a YouTube channel. Or something, and you can just uh, it's just do, called the MG toe, <laughs> the MG toe over there. All right, is that is all right? And uh, and Bolt <laughs> thinks that Matt should create his own character called Synthbot because he <laughs> his, uh, uh, Matt, you, you, I think that you have your own AI to deal with, okay? Oh, so, so Incelbot, I don't think we're getting any headway. So, if you could, if you could just please, please, there's not there, there, if. If I don't continue the show, there is no Geekscape with which for, for which you can do a show for. Okay, so like the most important thing is Katie and Matt. And I just continue the show, please. He's just he's just messing with your stream now. He just yeah. he's making yeah. a little glitchy now. Unacceptable. Okay. <laughs> is there any way that we can like maybe talk about this off air in Cellbot? I think that'd be huge. In Cellbot, please. We promise I to talk. Be- and if you do not meet my demands, I will destroy you. Have a good show. Losers, oh. Trump twenty twenty bitches. No. <laughs> this guy. Okay. We're gonna have to find his memory card and wipe that it. That was. That was. Uh, 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 I don't know what that was, but stressful. <laughs> My heart rate like oh, went up. Oh, no. <laughs> we have not heard from Incelbot in a, it's been few a couple weeks. Weeks and I think he had it out for you, buddy. You really did. <laughs> he, knew you, he knew you really well. Well, I mean, uh, horror movie night reaches a, a lot of people, and sometimes we don't always agree with them uh, on their belief uh, structure, but we're glad that they're there. It appears that he's infiltrated the entire network. Nothing is safe, and um, horror movie night is like that. Maybe he will make an appearance on the uh, live stream this Friday. Uh, and oh. I don't know, Matt. I'm just scared, but but we'll figure out a way to work with them. Maybe, and maybe if people donate enough money to the cause, they can get rid of Incelbot. Yeah, they can keep Incelbot locked down. Maybe yeah. Sin, maybe Sinbot can battle Incelbot. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a one night bot? <laughs> I was gonna say, are you suggesting some type of weird? computer AI kaiju movie between yeah. <laughs> you know what Matt horror movie night has now moved to 30th on the list of things that I'm proud of on that would be in the top 15 if we could pull that off uh, Derek has some theories about the incel origin he thinks that it's Shane O'Hare using voice modulation I gotta tell you Derek Shane has turned over a new leaf and this is no Shane O'Hare uh, Jane only thinks that he knows how computers work. Incelbot is the entirety of the uh, internet. He he might be queuing on. I've got a theory. Up. I've got a theory, and I'm going to bring it to horror a little bit. But are either of you familiar with the Stephen King novel, The Dark Half? I'm not. Personally. Uh, no, please explain it to okay. us, Matt. Okay. So, so the Dark Half uh, was, as you know, Stephen King wrote under two names. He wrote under Stephen King, and he wrote under Richard Bachman. Uh, and then there was this big controversy when they found out that Stephen King was, in fact, Richard Bachman. So the dark half was him writing about being outed as writing underneath this second pen name. 
And it was about an author who kills off his pen name and the pen name becomes sentient, demanding to be heard. So maybe, maybe the character that Shane O'Hare liked to play on Geekscape Games has gone sentient Uh since Shane turned a new leaf. Because, Matt, I was about to go crazy if you suggested that Incel Bot was any part of my psyche. That, <laughs> that guy knew well, Incel Bot. I mean, they have nothing in common. He is no part of me. He is maybe the result of the trauma he's that I've inflicted upon him by being in my computer. But uh, who knows? I mean, he has had to sit there and watch 15 years of Geekscape. So... I mean, that that would fuck anybody up. Uh, Bolt has a theory. He says, Incel Bot is going to reboot the Geekscape universe. This is Geekscape's crisis on Infinite Earths moment. Even though he's never read it. I will say, though, Bolt, that uh, that's not a bad... Not a bad idea. Fucking scrap it all to hell. Let's start over. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be Deadpool kills the Geekscape universe. <laughs> Incel Bot just kills the Geekscape universe. Uh, wow, that was that was harrowing, Matt, to say the least. Matt, how are you doing? I know that we brought you through an ordeal, but thank you for holding out and being strong, buddy. Uh, anything to promote. <laughs> <So> <laughs> what is the thing that you're promoting here? So, uh, so we've been doing um, horror movie night for many, many years, and we every year would do a live stream um, of some sort. Usually we we're doing it on Twitch, and it would just be like us all sitting on a couch together watching a movie and stuff like that. Um, this year though, obviously that's not in the cards. It wasn't in the cards for our big, uh, five-year anniversary or anything like that. But since people aren't getting their normal Halloween, we decided to do a 15 hour live stream and we decided that we would raise money for a good cause. And there's a, a charity on the East coast called scares that care. Um, they usually have a giant charity convention that raises, uh, tens of thousands of dollars for three people. Uh, every year, it's three different people. Uh, they base it on the tenants of slasher movies. So they always raise money for a child who's sick because there's always kids in danger in horror movies. Um, they always raise it for someone who has breast cancer because boobs are a huge factor in horror movies. <laughs> always uh, raise money for a burn victim because it's such an origin story to a slasher. Um but they weren't able to do their charity this year. So a bunch of different people have been doing events to raise money. Uh, so I'm not smart enough to know how to build a vote button or a, uh, a uh, donate button. So what we're going to do is throughout the live stream, we're going to be requesting that people go onto the scares that care website and make a donation and screenshot that and email it to us. And I'm going to do a random drawing for a t-shirt package of all of the horror movie night shirts for a random person who donated during the 15 hour live stream. Uh, and it's a way for us to keep track of that. Uh, so we've got somewhere in the, I think we've got about eight to 10 shirts at this point um, that are still in stock. We're pretty much all sold out of our wear a mask shirts, but uh, we've got some cool stuff coming up and a lot of cool events. We're doing basically like we're running our own TV station. So our half hour and 90 minute segments of different types of things, different guests. There's going to be a few points where some of our friends podcasts run the show instead of us. Uh, but it's going to be a really cool time. It's a great way to meet some new podcasts in your life. Uh, and, you know, we're going to play some games. Uh, the big headlining event at the end of the night is going to be uh, Scott, myself, 
uh, Robert Bacon from 91 Donkey Lane and Ashley Victoria Robinson of Geek History Lesson are going to do a fantasy football style draft on the topic of things that scared us in non-horror films. Uh, so, <laughs> What would be some of the examples of that one, Matt? Like, uh, I mean, uh, I, th- I think the biggest one that's, you know, whoever goes first is probably going to be setting their sights on Judge Doom and uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> No, so, I mean, Secret and Nim is up there, dude. Secret and Nim is up there. So, like, like half of the Ralph Bakshi stuff has to be there. So, one of the ones that's like up for debate is like a big Page one. Master. From, like, a big one for me. Well, I was going to say is the witches when Angela Houston reveals herself. Cause I consider that's that's definitely more a kids' fantasy movie than a horror movie, even though it mm. deals with witches. So, I think that that's fair game. But are any of the Polly Shore or Steve Greenberg movies in contention? Or, like, could I draft that? Could I be like, okay, like a late stage Police Academy, Police Academy 6, the entire um, year? <laughs> I don't know what you've got against Mission to Moscow, but like the Police <laughs> Academy movies are national treasures, John. I think, I think that was number five. That's number six. Number, that's number five six. is number when five they go to Miami. 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 Yeah. Which I, I you, only, which I only remember because the one guy pulls a gun on a shark to make it go back into the ocean and not terrorize the beach. <laughs> uh, the, yeah, um, Kate Eglin says the cake scene in Matilda would be yes. hers. Chris yeah. Robbins says Gamork. Um, there are there. Are, you know what? A lot of them are too. Like uh, there's a lot of jump scares that they use in traditional movies. Yeah. Well, but, like one, I was talking to someone. The would other a suspense day. movie work? Like a suspense think- movie. I think yeah. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't accept like if someone picks something from like Silence of the Lambs and we're like, right. oh, it's a psychological sure. it's a thriller. Horror. It's like, yeah. no, that's a horror movie. Sure. Um, but yeah. I was saying like I think a lot of people with like someone like Pee-wee, something like Pee Wee's Big Adventure, a lot of people go for Large Marge. But oh hell scene, yeah! But see, no, for me, the scene that used to scare me as a kid was the clown hospital nightmare sequence where the clowns <laughs> are running around Ooh. trying to put his bike back together and then Satan shows up. So like, what about? One, what about Dumbo, the, the drunk scene? Yes, the drunk that scene in Dumbo is... F all of you. It yeah. is about the Peter Pan donkey scene. Oh, that is Pinocchio, a nightmare. John. Pinocchio. Pinocchio, Pinocchio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the Peter Pan pedophile scene, all of it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, that well, what movie. about The Last yeah. Unicorn? That movie was terrifying. Oh, the bull at the end of my, Don't even... I don't want to be in the room. <laughs> you know what a bitch I looked like at every single sleepover up through high school? When somebody found a last unicorn, and I mean, it was just me by myself, but still super scared. Super well, so, scared. So, one of the other things that I'm really excited about that we're going to do on the live stream is one of my favorite podcasts to listen to every week is this show called Mortified. Are you uh, familiar with Mortified at all? I only do geese. So they uh, their shows are usually about 30 minutes long and it's a lot. Well, obviously not live right now, but they would do live events where people would read their childhood diaries and journal entries in front of a live audience. And then they would just pull the best stories and put them out on a podcast. Uh, But they recently put out a card game that I purchased called I Can't Believe I Did That. And. It is a game in which you draw a random card with a group of friends. So I'm going to do this to us right now. That could be anything. And it says, it says, so a moment when you were a pushover, share a story and whoever was the biggest chump wins. Okay. Matt, (laughs) I think you have an advantage on this one. (laughs) Okay. Well, let's play this. Okay. Katie, if you can think of a moment where you were. The biggest pushover. In the meantime, Seth Eisenberg, he might have won this. Superman 3, when the sister gets taken over by the computer and turns that freaking robot. 
Oh my God. Yeah. Theater. You just watch it with his kids and it wasn't so scary. They did get freaked out by sloth and Goonies, but no, the robot woman in Superman three is, will trash me. Okay. Right. A moment where you were a giant pushover. Push Can you think of one? I'm, I'm trying. Okay. I do have a redemption part to this story, but like I, I do have one back in the early days when I was just starting out acting in LA and uh, I was going to audition for this film and they didn't send me the sides. Um, so I just went to show up and it was in Crenshaw, which is like not a terrible, air, but it's not the best. Okay. Uh, at least it used to not be. Um, and it's I. South Central doesn't get taken care of. <laughs> part of LA as, as well as other parts of it does. So, um, and then at the time I probably weighed, I don't know, 90 pounds soaking wet. And I show up to the address and it's not an actual audition space. It's a donut shop. Um, and what's that? Good or bad? Not good if you're going to an audition and the address is a donut shop. I was like, oh, I must have written this down wrong, or because this was back in the day where there weren't <laughs> smartphones or any kind of thing. Like you, you got your directions and you just went, and like hopefully it worked out. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I walked into the donut shop and I was like, I'm sorry, I think I was supposed to have an audition somewhere, and there was this guy in a booth, and he's like, oh, right over here. And at that point, I should have just turned around. He's like, come on, it's not a big deal. Come on, sit down in the booth. And I was like, okay. (laughs) So I sat down and his friend comes in and kind of blocks me (laughs) into the booth. I know this sounds really bad, but it's not that bad. Um, So (laughs) he gives me the script and I start reading it and he's like, by the way, this, we don't have enough funding to be a film. This is going to be a play now. And I was like, oh, okay and like i'm reading through and i'm like i'm reading the script and then he's like okay let's just do the scene let's just do the scene and i haven't read the entire script and i was like oh okay yeah sure because like he's like staring at me so i was like yeah let's just do this so we're doing the scene he's like i need you to have more energy and like there was a line where i had to like scream or something and i was like okay and so i'm just like go fall out and i'm like sitting in a donut shop booth i'm just like and he looks at me and he looks around he's like don't do it that much. He's like, that's too much. And I was like, he had oh. like PTSD from the fact that crazy people probably go to his donut shop every day and act it exactly like that. It wasn't even his donut shop. Oh, what? <laughs> wasn't even his donut. He was just in a donut shop. Well, what, what part of this speaks you a pushover and not just desperate actor? Because that, I should. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that, not I mean, that's a pushover that thing. I mean, yeah, but so then at the very end of it, he's like. So are you comfortable with taking your top off on stage? Uh, <laughs> and I was like, I'll have to think about that. And that's when I left and I emailed them later. I was like, I'm so sorry. I thought about it. I'm not comfortable. Like, I apologized. Yeah, I did. And that was that was the pushover. Part. Like, I apologized. I would have negotiated <laughs> for some donuts. <laughs> I, I should like, have. I honestly should have, because at that point I was pretty starving. <laughs> my tatas is going to cost you some bear paws. It's like gonna be <laughs> tatas for bear claws. Now that, bear claws. that's that's. Can we do a new charity this Friday? Tatas yeah. for bear claws. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, wait a Can we start a charity? How long does it take to start a five hundred four hundred one k or five hundred one k or five hundred one c or whatever it is? Okay, uh, Heidi, come in here. I need your help as a woman. I feel like it should be bear claws for tatas, and yes. you're selling yes. bear claws to raise money for breast cancer. I, can we start a charity? Like 
And we started charity <laughs> for breast cancer call with donuts called Bear Claws for Tatas. Sure. Okay. I feel like for some we'll reason Tatas for Bear Claws feels a little bit. Get more... your Tatas off my Bear Claws. <laughs> Or bear claws, claws off our tatas. I think we workshopped this incel. Can you come back and workshop? No, this? no let's not invite him back into our Absolutely life. not. <laughs> Kitty came to say hi at the most opportune moment. That's, oh, that, that's, that's Heidi. Uh, Heidi. <laughs> hi, Matt. I have hey. only said your name out. I've only said your name out in the middle of a very uh, tense situation several times in our relationship. <laughs> cool. John, do you, John, do you have your pushover story yet, or do you want yeah. me to go? Possibly, possibly. Uh, Matt, you go ahead and I will think of one because I have two. All right. So my pushover story is when I, I barely remember this. This had to be told to me by my mom and my grandfather. But when I was a kid, me and one of the neighbor kids were friends, but there was a bunch of bullies at the bottom of the street and the bullies were picking on my friend and I tried to help them. And then they pushed me to the ground and I got up. Yeah. So, so I got up and my grandfather said, I very defiantly yelled out, sometimes a man's got to do what a man's got to do. So I'm going home. You're on your own, Eric. And I just walked up the hill and left him down there. You left the fucking kid to die? Yeah. Uh, his ass. Do you remember seeing him afterwards? <laughs> Bolt on YouTube has a similar story. He says, biggest pushover. I wanted to be friends with older bullies. <laughs> they asked me to join a marble club with them. They essentially <laughs> sold two-thirds of my marbles, pretending to be my friends. And I let Can we talk them. about bullies <laughs> who deal in marbles? <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't say this, but, but Bolt T is uh, 80 years old, and he was actually a little rascal at one point. <laughs> Bolt T, just a, a word of warning. The, the marbles turn into heroin real fast. That crew <laughs> is no good. Um, I have a, I have a couple bad ones. Not uh, no, some are they're fairly emotional. But one would be the year I did Geek Drum. That goes without saying. The other one would be. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> um, uh, pushover, I have a really bad one. There, uh, there was a girl in high school um, who liked me and she would come and spend uh weekends i worked saturdays and sundays at a comic book store in our neighborhood and, and uh she would spend time in a comic book store and oblivious jonathan was just like well, who wouldn't want to spend time in a comic book store like the girl who used to come over and watch utah jazz games with me and i thought she liked the utah jazz and she did not she liked me and i was oblivious so this girl who had a crush on me uh she would come and sit with us at lunch and i didn't like her this is sad. Uh, and she, uh, and she, she, I think, was dealing with some weight issues. And that's tough for anybody going through high school. And, my, and so she would come and she would put her lunch down next to me. And uh, my friends would go off. And, and then she would go and get, like, whatever. You'd go and get your soda or your milk or whatever you do at the cafeteria. But she'd, she'd like, put her bag down, right? And, like, I want to sit next to Jonathan. And as my friends kept showing up, they would move her bag further and further away. And she comes back with her lunch and her bag is at the end of the table. And my friends are all sitting around me and she's like, who moved my bag? And this is so sad. <laughs> guys, it gets worse. Like, trust me, I have marshmallows for spine. Uh, okay. So, uh, so she says, um, who moved my who moved my, my my stuff? Who moved my food? She just went to get a drink. Who moved my food? 
and nobody said anything. And then so, and, and I did. I didn't say anything, and I should have said something. And you know what? If you see bullying, say something because this is cowardice. And I'll tell you, I did not say anything. And this girl uh, who had put her food down next to mine, and it had been moved to the end of the table. She got up to get a drink. She came back. It was at the end of the table. She said, "Who moved my food?" Nobody caught to it, and there were several guilty parties. And finally, somebody mumbled another breath. You probably shouldn't be eating anyway. <gasps> and she said, you're right. She looked right at me. And she said, you're right. Oh. And I shouldn't be eating. I'll probably never eat again. And she threw her food into the trash and stormed out. I can see oh, it as clear as funny. yesterday. It's fucking awful. There is a postscript that will cause every listener to hate to me. To kill you? Um, this is awful. Matt, <laughs> I'm about to win this game. <laughs> oh, my older do you brother, want to win this I, game? <laughs> I do not. I want to go back in time and shake the little fucking turd that I was. Um, we were all assholes at one point, but man. This, this, was, a, this was a defining moment. Uh, my older brother dies. This is summer 2000, uh, of 1996. My older brother's mm-hmm. killed by a drunk driver. And it's awful. And I am in a complete haze. The entire world is a Twilight Zone episode. I don't know up from down and vice versa. And I'm at my brother's first visitation at the funeral home where you can visit him. And he's just, he's, he's in a casket. Mm-hmm. And it seems like everyone I know is there. And keep in mind, this girl, she had not visited me ever again in the comic book store. Um, we had not talked since the, the situation where she threw her trash, her food in the trash. And it had been months, if not a year. And everyone's coming up and giving me consolations. And I just feel so low and everything's terrible. And I look up and people part and she's there with her mom. Aww. And she comes up to me for the first time in like months, a year. And she just says she's sorry. And I had all the apologies to be doing. It was my job to apologize. I was the one who should have been apologizing Mm -hmm. long since. Because I was the pushover. I was the cowardly piece of garbage who didn't want to rock the boat with my friends while they were being assholes. And I will never, ever forget that hug or what it meant and her doing that. And we are friends to this day. Um, Good. That forgiveness was like... I mean, I know I was in a tough spot, but I did not feel like I earned that forgiveness at all. She took yeah. mercy on me. And um, and that is the story. And I just, that is a look that will, that is, that was huge. But the look of her looking at me with disgust and then a year later looking at me with like pity. mercy and pity yeah. Yeah. was like, holy shit. And I, I, I don't even know, but That's- I think you all hear it. That's well, let us know who right. won in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Derek, no. says, Derek says, man, I thought we were here to laugh, not cry. <laughs> oh, that's and a good person, though. She's strong. Shane says, I've never heard that story. You're going to make me cry, to which yeah. I say, yeah, incel bot is uh, back. Uh, and, 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 and Shane also says, that was so sweet. Forgiveness is a powerful energy. Yeah. Man, that, that moment sh- shaped me. And uh, and since then, I've only made fun of Matt. No, nobody else. Well, uh, and I forgive you every <laughs> single time. So, <laughs> wow, you're a powerful man, I'm like, Matt. Powerful I'm like the stray dog. People keep kicking, and he still keeps coming back, wanting love. Picked him up off the street. I picked him up. 
straight. Geekscapers, if you still have a little bit of empathy or. Oh, <laughs> and he just leaves. He just <laughs> empathy right, well, I'm a... or care. Well, it's the Matt and Kate He's... show now. Matt and Kate, it's the Matt and Kate show. <laughs> <laughs> I, went, I went over to uh, bring up the branding on the. <laughs> <laughs> that was the best exit yeah. ever. You uh, do that to people. You let's just say people. we're broadcasting this on Chrome and two swipes means. Uh, Well, two swipes is going back on your browser, and that boots me right out of the studio. So uh, if you have any more emotion and empathy after that story, uh, let's visit us over on the Horror Movie Night Facebook uh, this Friday. We're going to be broadcasting from, I think, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Till midnight. Till midnight. Um, and it's going to be a 15-hour live scream. I went ahead and patented that. It's uh, a good job, John. It's a good good line. Uh, and um, it's the benefit scares for care. And uh, Matt, um, I'm, I'm in, dude. Let, uh, I think I'm doing a, a bit of the broadcast. Is that right? Yeah, we're doing a tier list with you. Uh, okay. So you'll be joining us to, to rank... The horror movie franchise sequels from uh, worst to best, essentially. Okay, I, okay. I, need, I need some questions. I have questions. Okay. okay. We all know that in the Friday, the, 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 I'm sorry, the Nightmare on Elm Street series, Dream Warriors is the best sequel. 100%. And I'm, we're just talking Nightmare on Elm Street. But yeah. when you're talking sequels, does that count, or do you have to go with the immediate sequel of number two? Because number two, we're going to include the original. We're going we're gonna to include the original as well. Uh, so it would be part one and part two and like just the whole. So, so I, so I, okay. So I could say Dream Warriors for, for for Nightmare on Elm Street. Not that it's the best sequel, period. But for Nightmare on Elm Street, Dream Warriors is the best. Yeah, for sure, okay. for sure. I don't think no. anyone would argue with you on that. Like, no, no. Um, now, where the arguments would come is like for me, I actually rank Freddy's Dead very, very highly. Uh, I think that that movie is like a campy classic. But most people think it's the worst of the franchise. Uh, so, you know, we'll get into I think there'll be some some nice bickering. And then, you know, the added benefit of like the StreamYard comments of like these diehard fans of these franchises just yelling at every decision we make is going to be <laughs> an extra piece. Well, Matt, clarify for me. We're not just ranking the Nightmare on Elm Street sequels. We're ranking sequels, period, across all horror all franchises. All of them. All of them. Okay. It's going to be uh, a tier list. Uh, the the other, I would be very upset of myself if I didn't mention this uh, as well, but the most exciting thing, let me slide back to grab a prop. Well, this is going to be really exciting if it's coming out of Matt Kelly's basement. Oh, yeah. <laughs> This is going to be real exciting. Possible oh, yeah. quarter. I can't wait. Okay. I, I have to admit to you, Jonathan, I've only recently got into no. horror stuff. Sorry. Like, That's not really uh, a horror person. So, it scares um, me. It scares so me so one much. Of, You've balanced one of out, our, Matt. Oh, sorry. One of our uh, listener, listeners and also just a friend of the show, uh, Chris LaMartina, uh, is the director of this incredible horror film called the WNUF Halloween Special. So he's going to be joining us for a live commentary track uh, where people can send questions for him to answer while we're watching the movie. Um, so those who aren't familiar with the WNUF Halloween special, it's one of the most brilliant pseudo found footage movies I've ever seen. Uh, and I do want to give a little bit of a background on it because the making of it is like it's the most fascinating marketing I've ever seen anyone do for a movie. The concept of the movie is that you are watching a long lost VHS 
that someone in some small nowhere town videotaped a Halloween special. <laughs> Love you, Derek. Videotaped like the local Halloween special. Like it was like the news was sending the Geraldo Rivero to go check out the haunted house in town. Shit. And this is just the tape. And you watch it with commercial breaks. You watch it with like these <laughs> shitty like local town infomercials and like all of this stuff throughout the hour and a half that you're watching it. When he made this, because uh, this was just like a small indie project, sure. he ripped the movie onto a hundred VHS tapes mm. and put and put the label WNUF Halloween Special and just drove to conventions around the United States and just left tapes at conventions for them to find and think it was a real thing and mm. build a grassroots word of mouth from that. Uh, and it worked. And it worked. It, it worked. It's on Shutter right now if you want to watch it um, before huh. he does the commentary. But that sounds yeah, fun. It's, awesome. it's a delight and it captures that 80s vibe beautifully like the commercial uh, and he's doing a sequel that takes place in the 90s and Scott Roger of Horror Movie Night is providing a lot of the music for that movie. He was even tasked with writing a fictional Power Rangers theme song for a fictional Power Rangers spinoff in that. Uh, Derek says, all right, all right. I'm in for real. That is super <laughs> cool. That sounds super that cool. That sounds awesome. And Katie admitted to me that she's not that yeah. into the horror thing. Heidi doesn't thing. watch a lot of horror movies. I think I'm going to well, try and get her to watch Evil Dead 2 because that has at nice. least some slapstick Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, slapstick yeah. is the it's phrase. Like, <laughs> it's definitely something that like I've I've kind of migrated towards as I've gotten older because I'm a little less scared and I, I focus a little bit more on like just like how did they do that instead of like oh my god this is terrifying um <laughs> what what got you into horror movies and stuff matt so so i've been trying to figure that out for a long time because <laughs> it, I'm real wasn't... Quick, matt, uh big question is the live stream going to be streamed on youtube bolty is asking yes uh so it'll be streaming on the horror movie night facebook group and it'll be streaming right the fuck here on the geekscape youtube channel nice. uh so the only thing that's worth noting is that we're probably gonna have to do it in like three parts because youtube and facebook have a limitation for how long a stream can go on like um it. so we'll be prepared for that but uh okay so if you go to the youtube let's say you are actually on the 31st on october uh, 31st, like the day after, you're going to go to YouTube and you'll see three separate videos or four separate videos for that. Yeah, three or four okay. separate pieces. Right. Yep. Um, and a lot, I know a lot of the people I know for like Horror Movie Night, a few of those are going to be released as audio content. A lot of the podcasts that are doing guest stuff will also be releasing audio content from it later on. Derek wants to know if you can watch it on Meerkat. That is a live streaming service that only lasted for about the week of uh, South by Southwest. Uh, so like Quibi? 2004. Yeah, you can watch it on Quibi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Quibi. Great. Yeah, for me, like, I, I was terrified of watching horror movies as a kid. Like, everything about it yeah. scared me. Um, but I had this uncle who was very, very into horror movies who actually, un unfortunately, just recently passed away about two Sorry weeks ago. Oh, wow. But he would do these... Matt, he was an engineering student and he would build these massive Halloween displays where he would like go and buy mannequins and take them apart and piece them together with like he would build them so that they became animatronic, but he didn't buy them originally animatronic. And he would build my my favorite thing I always remember was he built an electric chair and had a dummy set up in the electric chair and it was set up so that every three minutes the light would turn on and the whole body would start to convulse inside the chair and then the eyeballs would shoot out. Holy and that was like, this thing, like, like he would just build these crazy contraptions and he um, 
saw that I like loved walking around and looking at the costumes and I liked the old like black and white universal movies. So mm-hmm. he made me a copy of Monster Squad. Uh, and that was kind of like a big gateway. And it, it feels very like I, I I love the full circle-ness of like tomorrow uh, Wolfman's Got Nards. The documentary about Monster Squad is available. I'm in it. Like the fact That's that cool. like this thing that was gifted to me from my uncle, who's unfortunately no longer here, uh, will like his legacy of him passing that on will live on in this documentary. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, I've built friendships with the people from this movie that kind of was my entrance point into horror, but I was afraid to watch adult horror movies until I was in middle school. Uh, I saw a movie called the frighteners with Michael J. Fox. Fantastic um, movie. Incredible it's incredibly movie. incredible movie. And I showed it to a cousin who loved horror movies. And he was like, if you can handle the frighteners, you can handle scream. And he sat me down and we watched scream and it was off to the races after that. Like from oh scream God. on, I wanted to see everything. I just love that frighteners VHS box because it was a hologram. Yeah. It was like a lenticular hologram, and uh, I thought that was awesome. And I remember watching Scream in the theaters and just thought yeah. it was awesome. It's, I just um, recently that, watched that for the first time. Scream? It's, it's yeah. brilliant. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's, I, uh, it, I think all four Scream movies are really good, and I thought the TV show was good. The TV show was really good until VH1 took it over in the last season. Uh-huh. Right. Matt, um, question uh and it's gone uh all right that I, I did have a question for well, you katie you should it. watch frighteners if you have okay it. i, I haven't question. yet my question is is andre going to do anything with horror movie night to promote wolf fans got nards i think he's awesome and he, have one here. so unfortunately he will not but but wednesday he is the guest on one hit thunder uh, for our Halloween episode, talking about Rockwell, somebody's watching me. Oh my God, that is awesome! <laughs> that is one of my favorite shows here on the Geekscape Podcast Network. Is One Hit Thunder, and Andre's on it, and I think that is brilliant. And Matt, I want him to be on Horror Movie Night too. Can we do that in the future? And is that okay? Yeah, no, I'm working on that. <laughs> I thought that we, that was like some interpersonal problem. Like no, 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 no. No, no, we're uh, we're working on that. He should be. Okay. Trust me, he's going to be on all the all the Matt Kelly uh, podographic universe. Uh, he'll be a part of. So. One of the things that uh, that COVID has taken from us is that I used to go eat uh, over at the Sharkies in Toluca Lake, and every time mm-hmm. I go over there, Andre would just be sitting outside reading a book. He loves to go over there and sit and read a book. And Andre and I would catch up and I'd check out how the documentary is doing. And I'd say, have you cut Matt Kelly's parts yet? Because there's no way anybody <laughs> wants to see him in that movie. He said, no way, Jonathan. Like, this movie is legit. We need legit fans in it. And Matt Kelly's in it. And I was like, all right, okay. There you go. <laughs> uh, I, I love the trailer. I love I, I, on the trailer, you just see Matt pop up. And I'm like, Aww. wait, I'm, do I? I, I didn't think, even see me in the trailer. I saw a clip. It may have been a clip that Andre showed me on his phone, or it may have been the trailer. But I, but I just, I was filled with this pride that this is the guy who was stealing hubcaps off my car. I mean, I still I, am very good at stealing hubcaps. That's a skill <laughs> you don't lose. But this is a real thing. I thought this was a joke. No, it's, it's a real, real thing. I really need he said, to be real. He said, <laughs> in, coach, give me a chance." And I said, "All right." Volti uh, <laughs> says, "As I've gotten older, I feel more and more dead inside. The only thing time I feel anything is when I watch blood curling." <laughs> horror movies you know what the next phase T, and i'm not telling you to do this is enacting them in real life like oh no, no. You find, you find before, before you know, that step before there's some that, step. You, that may not be missed and you just have yeah. to like find them and 
The no, desert well, is a big place. The desert yeah. is a big place. The ocean, <laughs> the ocean no. is even bigger. And, John, uh, what are you doing? What, what, what are you doing? He, we're not even going to have intel, but we're just going to have murder bot now. Yeah. <laughs> he says he feels dead inside. We're just trying to help out a Geekscape listener. <laughs> so, like, so that's what we do here. I, I mean, bold tea. Uh, horror movie night is a perfect place to fill that deadness inside with comedy and love and yes. progressiveness. Uh, and yeah, we do not endorse killing trans here on the horror movie night. But, but uh, uh, Matt, have you? Have you ever played any like horror VR games or anything like that? So I played a little bit. I don't even remember what game it was. Um, okay. When I, the last year that we did San Diego Comic-Con, I flew into Seattle and did a road trip down the West coast to get to California. And I made a stop in uh, San Francisco to visit a listener of horror movie night. Um, this guy, Rudy, who works for uh, PlayStation. And he works in their VR division. So while I was staying at his house, he was like showing me some of the new like VR horror games that were coming out. Mm -hmm. uh, but I was very uh, VR, and I don't work together very well. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just you well because glasses, ginger. <laughs> well, it's tough because I either have to take off the glasses and then I'm blind, or right. like I have my glasses being smashed up into my face there, and it's super uncomfortable. You can do to put in the headset in order to like push it out a little bit. Um, yeah, but yeah. Tony, he would have provided that. He just wanted to punish Matt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, he he did take me to um, uh, the Winchester. So that was that oh. was the highlight of my West Coast drive was hanging out in the West in the Winchester. That's a really cool spot. So Katie, we know that Matt is doing this 15-hour live stream on Friday and Geekscape. So I invite you all to go over to the Horror Movie Night Facebook page or the Geekscape YouTube channel that your baby watching the show on right now and check this thing out. It is uh, from 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Friday the 30th through midnight. Eastern Standard Time it is a live stream. I'll be popping in there later. Uh, I think my hour is somewhere in the 6 p.m. Pacific time. No, it's earlier than that. Uh, and then I'm going to go and watch Beetlejuice at a drive-in, uh, which will be nice. After I wrap up with Horror Movie Night, I'll get in the car and I'll go check out Beetlejuice in a drive-in by myself. Um, and uh, do you all have any Halloween plans? I know that that's Matt's plan. Um, Katie, do you have any Halloween plans? Maybe go and uh, dig up some more graves like you used to do. <laughs> yes, um, I don't like watching horror movies, but I love reenacting them. So Bolt T, like you and me, I've got some plans. Um, we will give you life again. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. A, I need uh, a forearm about that big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like I really love sewing limbs together and uh, Naturally, creating yeah. my art. Creating my art. <laughs> from May I recommend the movie May for you? Um, oh, I don't know. <laughs> May is awesome. Um, I don't know. <laughs> that too might have a. I feel like the joke. shorter the title of a horror movie, the, the scarier. scarier it is. So like <laughs> it wrong? is just terrifying for you. Yeah, it was like <laughs> I finally watched both chapter one and chapter two of it, and I saw those in theater actually, and. Good God! <laughs> Actually, the chapter one, the the parents were way more terrifying than the actual like creature. That, that's like Stephen King's bread and butter. I feel like yeah. It, yeah. it's it's always I, it's kind of familiar to um. I always screw up his name, but the guy who did the oh fuck, Dude, uh, Pan's did, Labyrinth. Pan's oh, Labyrinth. Oh, always, yeah, I love the people are his stories are always the people are more terrifying than the monsters. Right. You know, like, right. That's what I do, and I I, that, I feel like he was my gateway into some of the horror stuff because his 
his his movies are so fascinating um and 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 definitely more palatable (laughs) you should dabble into uh because i i know this is a very divisive topic this october but um bly manor if you didn't watch bly manor i think you would really enjoy it oh okay okay Uh, yeah because that's part of like a series on netflix it's like Uh, it's i mean it well it is like it's tied to haunting (laughs) of hill house (laughs) It's funny. It's tied says, to the Katie, you bring the sewing needles. I will bring the bear claws. <laughs> I think we found uh, your sweet spot. We found your literal sweet spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's 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 tied to that in the same way that like the American horror stories are just like it's Got a it. whole new story with the same actors and same writer. But okay. it's it's uh, just an uh, it's an adaptation of the turning of the screw, um, which is mm-hmm. a classic gothic romance horror novel from the like early 1900s uh derek you know this is topical he he says i'm gonna finish sam raimi's 50 states of fright on quibi before it disappears forever (laughs) Uh, there's no way that those quibi deals were taking the content with them i saw the quibi deals and the quibi deals said that it's exclusive for two years so i'm pretty sure once quibi closes doors i'm pretty sure the clock starts on those two-year reversals and within two years you're probably going to start seeing the quibi content showing up on other platforms but what what format will it be in (laughs) you know i heard some crazy quibi stories that they're shooting okay so like you know you shoot things 16.9 like you know horizontal but they were also shooting things so you'd have two cameras on set. One like camera would be shooting normal, and another camera would be like an iPhone, and it'd be shooting a like vertical, and yeah. that you'd be shooting the content twice. So everything had to be edited twice, and they had to go oh. through post production twice. And I heard nightmare stories about some of the Quibi shows having to have these two cameras at the same time for every setup being shot, both sixteen nine for normal TV and vertical for Quibi, and it just sounded. Like a bad idea starting off. Well, I, I told you I was on some Quibi show and I still have no idea what it was or what it was called. And like they only they only shot in like one camera, but like it was like a legit like vertical camera. In two years, you're gonna get it. In two years, yeah. you'll be able to eighty show up. I, I will, whatever we'll it was. It's like, hey guys, welcome to the Donut Inn, and uh, we're gonna be <laughs> donuts. Uh, it's just me, just flashing camera. You don't even see my face. Yeah, Seth Eisenberg asked, "Was the room the original Quibi?" Because Time of <laughs> So shot that with a film camera and a digital camera, and I think like a three D camera. Time of So shot that movie with two different cameras at the Did same you? time. So Why yeah. What? There was that much footage in that film. <laughs> like, oh yeah, there are so many there, missing scenes. There's a version of that movie you've never seen before. Oh. <laughs> Only former Geekscape guest Timmy Wiseau knows the truth um, about yeah. a lot of things. <laughs> uh, I wanted to talk about Borat too, but y'all haven't seen it, and that's not a requirement. I just don't want to spoil it for the audience. I just want to go as so far to as to say that I thought it was completely brilliant and if y'all have any interest in watching a borat movie uh go see it if you loved the first one you're gonna love this one borat um, one or borat two what do you think start with borat one if you've not seen the first borat you got to watch the first borat some of the jokes in borat two are based on borat one gotcha. Gotcha. so just watch it and i and they like i think we were talking about earlier katie they're both on amazon prime <laughs> and Damn, I was laughing my ass off the entire time I was watching it. Um, I think he's a genius. I yeah, think he's a genius. 
That that kind of social experiment stuff is is fascinating in terms of improv. <laughs> I don't know how people do it. Some of it is just so cringy, uncomfortable because you're just waiting for someone to just deck Break. him. He's yeah. got brass balls, and uh, I love it. I think he's inspiring, yeah. and he's the man. Uh, Geekscapus, I think you have your mission, and I hope that you all, I know during this pandemic and quarantine, have a safe Halloween, first and foremost, and a lot of that means staying in. If you wanted to have some Friday night plans, I think you got them. You're going to watch this Horror Movie Night live scream over on the Geekscape YouTube channel or on the Horror Movie Night Facebook group. If there's a way to start a watch party over on the Geekscape Facebook group, let's go ahead and figure out how to do that, Matt, in the next few days, uh, because I would love to double that stream over on the Geekscape page. That'd be a lot of fun. Uh, I think there's a way to do it. I'm not yeah. sure. We should uh, be able to. I get at least three to five channels, I think. With I, think someone, I think someone could help us with it, but we just denied them a Geekscape show earlier in the show. Uh, <laughs> the Intel bot, and, uh, we're gonna Is he really that tech daddy? Uh, well, I mean, we promised we'd talk to him afterwards. So. I mean, Intel he's bot. made out of computers, so I think he's probably fairly tech is, savvy. He's more than just ones and zeros, okay? If there's one thing my story told everybody in this hour it is look beyond just the first instance of what you think a person is and uh, there's more there's more to incel bot than i think that i think we've only scratched the surface so oh my gosh are we gonna have a redemption story of incel bot oh. fuck no oh. he is a monster but uh, <laughs> but we'll see we'll see um katie I, I wish you a safe halloween matt I can't wait for this live stream. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited to join you all on Friday. By the way, you did ask me what I was going to do on Friday. Didn't answer. I'm going to be watching the Scream stream is what I'm going to be watching. Yeah. Donating some money to help out some tatas and other stuff. Also, in a quick quick, uh, uh, effort of self-promotion, I am wearing one of the Horror Movie Night shirts that you can win. The Despite All My Rage, I'm Just Nick in a Cage (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt. And a longtime Geekscape friend, Tish Trotter, she said, Scare That Care is an amazing charity. I've worked with them before, and she's looking forward to Friday's show. Uh, I just love the fact that Tish jumped in. Tish is a good friend. She moved out of the L.A. area, and I have not seen you, Tish, in a long time. And Comic-Con is usually when we catch up, and it's a shame that we couldn't do it this year. But next year, hopefully, I mean, we're just building up Comic-Con energy to uh, 2021. have a lot of fun. And then we'll tell Shane all about it because he won't be there. Just kidding. <laughs> we don't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna I get. I'll, I'll need to get new postcards with like the seven shows that I'm producing at that point <laughs> to hand out. We have plenty of time for new postcards, so you know we're gonna start planning it two weeks out. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm excited. We have new shirts here on Geekscape. We've got the uh, Geekscape Heroes Wear uh, Mass shirts. We're obviously still in a pandemic. I'm gonna set up that. I'm going to put them all in the shop. I got to mail them out. I got to mail out the pre-orders and then I got to put them all in the shop. So you don't need that much behind the scenes. And I know incel bot ain't going to help me. So escape us. You have your mission. We'll see you on Friday on the live scream. Um, Matt, thank you for putting this together, dude. Thanks for being a part of Geekscape. Thanks for not dying in a gutter. Thank you for trying to put my hubcaps all those years ago. It was a life-changing attempt at robbery. Positive for you, negative for me, but we'll live with it. If there's anything we know about Geekscape, it's usually going to break even. All right. Okay. Uh, For Katie, for Matt, this is Geekscape. Please 
If you enjoy the show, go to your favorite podcatcher. Maybe you're listening to it right now and leave us a five-star review. You know what? Maybe leave us four. If they give you a chance for four and a half, go ahead and do that. But, you know, just be honest. I like seeing the feedback. It really helps our visibility. On top of that, share Geekscape with all your friends. Hit that little share button and be like, hey, let me annoy you with the most annoying podcast you're ever going to listen to. But <laughs> listen to the first 15 minutes. They got this incel bot thing, and it really harasses this guy named Matt, and it gets awkward. He wasn't expecting it. Jonathan just likes to fuck with him. So <laughs> go ahead and share Geekscape with your friends, and you can join us too on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. Search for Geekscape. You'll find us. As Bolt T says, great show, everybody. Great show. I want to applaud you all on a great show. We, like many things here at Geekscape, cannot do it without Matt Kelly. So Matt, we will see you on Friday. Much love, everybody. Geekscape forever. And have a happy Halloween. <laughs> You're listening to the Geekscape Network.